0: That is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham, and we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boati as Christ is magnified in you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So, I'm speaking on the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Ministry of the Holy Spirit. Ministry of the Holy Spirit. Now, there are various or diverse ministries of the Holy Spirit. I want to touch on few of them. The ministries of the Holy Spirit are diverse and they are unique. And it's given to us for our profiting. So I want us to know them at our fingertips so that we can profit thereby. Praise the Lord. I know we have been taught who the Holy Spirit is and all that. So, because of time, I want to move directly, direct to the ministries of the Holy Spirit. So, I've atomized them. So, first of all, I want to start with number one, the coaching ministry of the Holy Spirit the coaching ministry of the holy spirit the coaching ministry of the holy spirit Now i read the bible in the book of john and four times four times the lord jesus our lord jesus our lord referred to the holy spirit as a comforter four times I will pray the father and he will send unto you another comforter that he may abide with you forever now he mentioned the holy ghost as a comforter four times john 14 16. by the way john 13 the latter part of john 13 14 15 16 then 17 is actually the last Three hour meeting Jesus had with his disciples before he was arrested. Yeah, so we call that the upper room discourse. The last three hour meeting Jesus had with the disciples before his death, before he was arrested and before his death. So, what was discussed in this meeting was sacred. We call that the upper room discourse. It was his last teaching to his disciples and of all that he said, primarily what he said the most, spoke about the most, was the Holy Spirit. The last words of a dying man are very important. So he spoke of the Holy Spirit. Then he mentioned him as a comforter. And we know the word is parakletos. But parakletos is, is, the word parakletos is so deep, so profound, so intense, so colossal. We know the word comforter, we, we know at our fingertips that is the word parakletos in the Greek. But parakletos is a legal term, actually. It's a legal term. It's a legal term, which means advocate. It means advocate. The word can also mean personal assistant an assistant or personal assistant. But the word also means a coach, a coach, a coach. So I could have said the comforting ministry of the Holy Spirit, but I want to emphasize on his coaching ministry, the coaching ministry of the Holy Spirit, because is a, the word means coach, one who is a coach. But let me just give an overview of the word. The word is a legal term, which means Advocate. Now, the Holy Spirit is our advocate. Praise God. He's our advocate. He's our counselor, advocate, our attorney. That's the Holy Spirit. It's so great to be a believer, to be a Christian. Because, for information, if we're a Christian, we have two advocates one is in heaven and one is on earth. <laughs> these things, little children, these things are right unto you that ye see not. But if any man sin, we have an advocate with a father. Jesus the righteous. 1 John 2 verse 1. So we have an advocate in heaven. That is Jesus. Then we have an advocate on earth. That is the Holy Ghost. So can you imagine you have two great advocates. One in heaven and one on earth. So how can you ever lose a case? <laughs> how can you ever lose a case? Having these two great advocates in your life. How can you lose a kiss? <laughs> that is why your salvation is eternally secure. Because you have two great advocates. One, you have one on earth. What are you talking about? <laughs> now, the blessed Holy Spirit is our advocate. Now, an advocate is one who speaks for your defense. What it means is that he speaks for your defense. He... He speaks rightly for you what you cannot speak. He speaks rightly for you what you cannot speak. And he interprets rightly for you what you don't understand. He speaks rightly for you what you cannot speak. Because our speech is inadequate. Now when you you go to the court of law and you have no counselor, you have no lawyer, you see how it is, and you are called for cross-examination, you are called to speak. You have no idea of the technicalities. You may fumble and mess up without a lawyer. How many of you have been in a court of law before? In a court? You need, you need a lawyer because you can't. <laughs> you go there to argue. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. I've been in a court before. Yeah. Yeah hallelujah <laughs> now you see when we are praying there are times in your life you know what Jesus has done you know your rights in, and privileges in redemption and there are there may be certain things you've been believing God for and you have done whatever you know to do but there is no result you have prayed, you have declared you have decreed you have prophesied you have called for those things, which be not. You have shouted. You have screamed. You have used all the scriptures. You've knelt down. You've prostrated. You've raised your hands up. You've done everything. You've used your faith. If I, but yet nothing is happening. <laughs> now, if one such a state, what do you do? Because you've done everything in the best of your knowledge you can do. Yet there's no answer. What do you do? That is where you have to employ your advocate. Because you see, if you go to the law, to court and you start, you have no advocate. You have no idea of the technicalities of the law. But your counselor knows everything. And knows how to put forth and speak rightly for you, for your defense. He knows which words to choose and which words not to choose. And the Holy Ghost rightly is that advocate know what to do now when you read romans 8 verse 26 the bible said likewise the spirit also helpeth our infirmities for we know not what to pray for as we should but the spirit himself maketh intercession for us with groanings that cannot be added so the word infirmities here of course infirmities refers to diseases and sicknesses but that's what the, the primarily he's talking about we are so weak to know how to pray we are so weak that we don't know what to pray for now the word infirmities in the greek literally is inability to produce results that's the word in greek inability to produce result inability to produce results so likewise the spirit helps our inability to produce results so you have done is that you want the results you've done everything you could but the result is not coming but the bible says that likewise the spirit also helpeth our inability to produce results so let me tell you what you must do you are believing god for something it's not coming just stand and say holy spirit i've done everything i called but i've had no i have no answer i've done everything i know according to the scriptures but you are my advocate you are my counselor. You are my lawyer. I want you to plead this case for me. And give me the language. Just pray through me exactly what I need to pray to the Father. Do that and start praying in tongues. Pray in thanks. Just pray in tongues. Just pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. That is it. So Holy Spirit, I, I, I don't know what to pray on this matter. Just, just pray through me and start speaking in tongues. For a while and you see a certain man tried this use this method because apparently apparently he wanted to stop smoking i had a story like that as a believer he had done everything he has tried to use self-discipline he has done everything to stop smoking meanwhile he was a believer so he came come to church when we close he just go and hide somewhere and <laughs> He, he would get home, make sure his wife was asleep and pack. Smoke a whole pack. <laughs> Can you imagine? Then he had this message and so what he did was that he said, Holy Spirit I want to stop smoking but I don't know what to do. Please help me pray. As I prayed. Then he began speaking in tongues. He prayed in tongues. He prayed, prayed, prayed. prayed. After a while After some days, he felt he should stop his work. He lost interest in his job. Can you imagine? The more he prayed, he felt this job let me quit without any reason. So he stopped his work. The instant he stopped his work, he stopped smoking. So, how could you have known without the Holy Ghost? How could you have known without the Holy Ghost? It's the Holy Spirit. All you know, it was the pressure from that work. I don't know how it turns, whether it was causing stress. some stress. somehow, that was engineering the smoking. And no counselor on earth could have counseled you to stop your work. It's the Holy Spirit. And, and let me show you something. Likewise, the Spirit also helped our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray. Now, listen. <laughs> listen, we don't know what to pray. When it comes to prayer, we are so poor. Now, the word what... Is the word ti ti how do you mention ti <laughs> that, that's the word in the greek ti. ti you know what it means it means the smallest minutest, test minuscule detail hmm. the smallest minutest, test minuscule detail what it means is that even with the smallest detail even with uh, my, 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 my. even with the tiniest or the smallest detail, or with, when it comes to prayer, everyone, if you are praying about the smallest thing, you, 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 you think in the best of your mind, you know what the problem is, and you, you feel like you are addressing an issue. Even with the smallest issue, you don't have the adequate information on that tiny, tiny issue to address that issue in prayer. For instance you need a pen you know that all that you need is a pen so you want to use a pen to write i need a pen so you are praying for a pen it's so little just asking for a pen but he's saying that even with something like a pen you don't have the adequate language to ask for a pen in asking for a pen <laughs> so you don't you don't know what there, there is more to it you have no idea and he says that is our infirmity we don't know <laughs> praise god so you think oh i want to pray for pastor t i'm praying for his wife i'm praying for his ministry I oh there's so much you don't know even he himself there's so much he doesn't know <laughs> that is why the best way to pray my the best way to pray when you read it up mark Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, when you read Ephesians 6 verse 18, eh? praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Now, this is not how the scripture should start in the original language, in the Greek. It doesn't start with praying. In the original Greek, it starts with dia, D-I-A Through. Okay, let's see ASV, which is a, very, a little closer and let's see something. Maybe Okay, it's not bad. Let's go to verse 17 and let me show you something. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Through, now, now, verse 18 starts with through, or by means of, that's the Greek. By means of all prayer, it starts with the word D-I-A-D-I, by means of all prayer and supplications in the Spirit. Now, praying in the spirit is praying in tanks. What it says is that by means of in every kind of prayer, you have to pray in the spirit. Remember, there are different kinds of prayers. So many kinds of prayer. But he's saying that whatever prayer you are praying, you have to speak in tanks. <laughs> it's, like, it's like saying, with all males, drink water. With all males, drink water. So breakfast. Drink water. Lunch. What did you take for breakfast this morning? You took oat and bread. So he so says, as you take it, drink water. And in the afternoon, you ate mankwe and tilapia. He says, then drink water. The, in the evening, what did you eat? rice, rice and goat meat. <laughs> I'm just mentioning somebody's best food. So when you eat, drink water. So in all meals, drink water. He's saying that in every kind of prayer, pray in the Spirit. Do you understand? So it's important to pray in the language of the Spirit. Because the thing can be very tiny, yet you don't have the adequate information about that tiny thing. And that's our infirmity. That's our weakness. So thank God he gave us the language of the Spirit. And as we pray in the spirit, that is an elevated discourse. We begin to pray and converse with God in a realm, in the a plane where earthly vocabulary cannot reach. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Wow. Glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Man of God, you are most most welcome. Most most welcome. Pastor Womots, you are most, most welcome. We have a great man of God in our midst. Hallelujah. Yeah. You are most most welcome. When we finish, I know Pastor will introduce him properly, so you know him. Hallelujah. Most, most welcome, sir. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, how many people do that yeah so that is a solution the spirit helped our infirmities he helps our inability to produce result whichever area you are not producing result just ask him and that's what i do sometimes i want to pray for this person but i don't have adequate information even what i think i'm praying for i feel like okay i would do so in my with english language the best i can then i'll switch i'm going to pray in the language of the spirit that's what to do very important and you'll see the result to the glory of god hallelujah Hallelujah. okay so the holy ghost is our advocate so he speaks for us rightly what we cannot speak about but we are talking about the, the coaching ministry of the holy spirit The word also means coach the word comforter also means means coach now jesus says that i'll pray the father and he will send you another comforter actually it's like saying he will give you another coach that he may abide with you forever john 14 verse 16 he will send you or give you another coach we know that this word is allos paracletos If I'm in this ministry, you should know about aloes. what paracletus. Allos is another of the same kind. Another of the same kind. That means that the Holy Spirit is just like Jesus in person. He talks like Jesus. He responds to situations and matters like Jesus. How Jesus will respond to an issue is the same manner the Holy Ghost responds to issues. It's just the same. just the same leadership use leadership traits, leadership character, leadership character, the same as the Holy Spirit I've heard some people say that, oh how I wish I was in the days of Jesus how I wish I witnessed his walk in Galilee when he walked the earth now how many of you would have loved to be in those days when Jesus was on earth hallelujah, hallelujah. all right let me ask you a question. Which is better? Will you, will you have Jesus in heaven and the Holy Spirit on earth? Or you have Jesus on earth and the Holy Spirit in heaven? Which one do you prefer? <laughs> will you have Jesus on earth and the Holy Spirit in heaven? Or you would love to have the Holy Spirit on earth and Jesus in heaven? Which one? <laughs> because jesus answered it jesus said it is expedient that i go and jesus said that you are better off having the holy ghost here than he being here you are better off because actually he's another of the same kind the same the same there's no difference essentially they are one the same kind the way jesus worked with them on the shores of galilee is the same way the holy ghost is going to work with us So Jesus, to him, you are better off. After all, the disciples never knew Jesus intimately when he walked with them until Jesus was gone. They actually got to know Jesus when the Holy Ghost came. (laughs) They actually got to know him when the Holy Ghost came. When they walked with him, they didn't really know him at all. Remember Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works I do, that he shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, do, because I go to my Father. John 14, verse 12. Now, what are those greater works? What are those greater works? So, which greater works can we do beyond Jesus? <laughs> which greater works can we do beyond Jesus? Now, the word greater here, now there are two words for Greater. Maison and pleon. Now in the Greek, the word greater here is not greater in quality. In the Greek, it is greater in quantity. (laughs) It is not greater in quality. Brethren, we cannot produce works that are greater in quality than Jesus. Because he himself is a standard. But the word here, Maison, is actually greater in quantity. Because when Jesus came, normally he would be in one geographical location in one place. And if you needed healing and you are in Jerusalem and Jesus is in Galilee, you have to run from Jerusalem to Galilee to be healed. So he was in one place at a, at a time. But now he said, Because I go to my father. Why? Because when he goes to his father, he's going to send the Holy Ghost. And when the Holy Ghost comes, he is coming in the Holy Spirit. Because he is in us by the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Remember. Now, Remember, He said, I will pray the Father and He will give you another comforter that He may abide with you forever. Then He said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. First He said, I will pray the Father and He will give you another comfort, Another comforter. Then after that He said, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. So His coming is His coming. Listen. Listen. On earth, the Holy Ghost was with the disciples in Jesus. But now Jesus was going to be with the disciples in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> because essentially they are one. So now he said, Because I go to my father, greater works than these shall ye do, because I go to my father. When he goes to the father, the Holy Ghost will be poured forth. know what it means all of us will have the indwelling holy ghost as a matter of fact jesus will indwell all of us so the works is going to be multiplied in quantity wherever we are so you are in your house and jesus relieves you and the power of god is manifested in you in your house and wherever you all over the world believers are everywhere all over the world all the continents on earth and the works of jesus is reproducing us hallelujah so greater works we are now doing why because the holy ghost is sent down to the earth when jesus went to the father Hallelujah. So let me ask the question again. <laughs> Will you have the Jesus on earth <laughs> and the Holy Ghost in heaven, or you have Jesus in heaven and the Holy Ghost on earth? Jesus. Hallelujah. Because Jesus said it is expedient. Very important. <laughs> so you cannot say oh i watch our I no we are better off actually Jesus says we are better off because the holy ghost is he is him is him another of the same kind the same kind so he says i'll pray the father he'll send you another coach that means jesus was a coach now the word paracletos means a coach jesus was a coach to the disciples how did he do it if you read the bible you realize that he was just leading and directing them he was a coach he was a life coach do you know that in the Bible Jesus once upon a time now he led and directed his disciples when they were traveling they were going to travel now he told them as a coach how they should pack their suitcase and what they should include in packing their suitcase Jesus coached them that way. I'll show you in the Bible. <laughs> when they were packing their suitcase, he said, take this and don't take this. Jesus showed them. Then Jesus said, okay, as you are going, okay, this is your wallet, this is your purse. Take this money and don't take this money. Take this amount and don't take this amount. He coached them how much they should take in making the journey. Then Jesus also coached them which house they should enter and which house they, should not, they shouldn't enter. Then he coached them, when they enter into the house, how long they should stay and how long they shouldn't stay. Then he coached them that when they enter into those houses, when food is set before them, how they should respond, whether they should eat the food or whether they should not eat the food. When food is placed in front of them, Jesus coached them and taught them all these things. Maybe you have been reading King James, so you don't see it. But all of this is in Matthew chapter 10. <laughs> Matthew chapter 10 is there. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Can you imagine? They were parking their suitcase saying, take this and don't take this. Don't take two coats. Do, uh, do this. In your purses, take this and don't take this. He was just coaching them. And now he says that he's going to send you all those paracletos. A coach of the same kind. Do you know what it means? The Holy Ghost will teach you everything. That means when you are coming to church, He will teach you what to wear and what not to wear. He, he will coach you which earring to use and which earring not to use. You may say, oh, but this is too much. Ah, but Jesus taught them what to pack and what not to pack. So if you are traveling and you are packing your staffs, you can pack with the Holy Ghost. You can say, dearest spirit, the Holy Spirit, please, what should I pack? If you are confused what to wear, talk to him. That is, talk to, because he's by your side. Talk to him. The, even the money to take to church, talk to him about because he told them what the money to take and what not to take because he's an, another of the same kind, another coach of the same kind. If Jesus directed them how much to take and how much not to take, this same kind will teach you what to give and what not to give, what to take, what not to take, how to stay in someone's house, how not to stay in someone's house, where to go, where not to go. He just directs you, even with your makeup. He will tell you this makeup is too much, just reduce it a little bit. <laughs> it's true. yes he will teach you what to post and what not to post that's what that's what you should do with the holy spirit why is he there why do you ignore him yeah when you are coming to church on sunday and you are choosing your dress holy spirit i'm trying to find a dress which one do you think is nice just say that and go ahead and choose Now, I'm not saying when you say that, you go like, oh, speak to me, Lord. Speak to me, Lord. No, 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 no. Don't do that. (laughs) Just, just, you you know from the inside. It's simple. And do what your heart will lead lead you to do. Simply. When you are reading, you want to read, which book should should you read? Ask the Holy Spirit. Because if Jesus was here physically in your room, It would have been easier asking him, dear Lord, what book should I read? But now the Holy Ghost is here with you. Ask him, which book do you think I should read now? And I'm telling you, he will direct you to the right book that will bless you at that. I'm telling you. So he's your coach. Use, employ him. Hallelujah. He's ever willing. He's ever willing. That's how life must be lived. When I'm even selecting my shoe, I ask him. I'm telling you, you have to just do it. When I'm counseling someone before, sometimes I just know the answer. I know what to tell the person because the person has got a problem. But before I answer, I ask him. So sometimes after asking him, I end up seeing some things I've never even thought of, which is quite different from the answer I had previously. Because sometimes the person may not need the answer you think is right. It's amazing. Just ask him. Just ask him. Just, oh, just ask him. Pastor Wilmot, I remember um, in first school, SSC. So, that day I was tired. The, the composite one, the science, the composite one. Yes. I was with Pastor Wilmot in, Wilmot in school, so. I know what I'm talking about. So I was just, I said, Holy Spirit. I just said it casually. So Holy Spirit, I don't know what to learn. I'm tired. Can, can you help me? Can you just show me? The instant I said that I saw dentition the entire drawing and everything. Wow. So quickly, can you imagine? Now I saw number one and number three of the composite question, number one and number three. So quickly, Kai. I went to my friends, I went to Accord brew. Charlie, this is what I've seen. We just mastered in those areas. So when we went to the examination room, we finished taking me before time and we were sitting down speaking in tanks. <laughs> because we have advanced. Now, it may not always be vision. Sometimes after accent. You are just standing ordinarily. Assuming somehow you just have an interest to stay in one particular place. God is amazing. Listen, talk to him about he's your coach. And don't wait for him to take your hand to do something for you. Remember, when you have a coach, who is the coach for Chelsea? I know man of God, you're a Chelsea fan. What was his name? Yeah, you know what he does? Does a coach play the football for the people? He doesn't play for them. Your coach will not be at the at the park playing for you. He will only guide you and direct you what to do. So the Holy Ghost is like it's like an assistant. He doesn't he's a helper. He's not a doer. He will not do it for you. He helps you, direct you. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> so you ask which book you should read. Just go ahead, trying to find the books. And um, somewhere, somehow, you'll have to be led to choose a book. And that is his will for you. May you tonight embrace the coaching ministry of the Holy Spirit. He'll coach you for everything. 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 Pastor T, I don't know whether you can remember, exactly 10 years ago, we were going to preach at a confanoche medical school, something like that. um Hotel or something like that. And I was going to wear Ash. Not knowing that everyone who is coming with me was also wearing ash, oh, and we never planned with anybody. So as I was preparing, the Lord opened my eyes, and the Lord said, "Replace the ash." 2011, replace the ash. So I just told Pastor Freda. So we started telling everyone, not knowing everyone was going to wear ash. So I was wondering. So God is even interested in what we are wearing for the meeting. That's amazing. That is the only time I saw a vision what to wear. All the rest I've never seen a vision. Don't depend on vision to choose what to wear. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) For the past ten years, that is the only time. Yet I keep asking the Holy Spirit, and I just choose what is on my heart. Somewhere, somehow, you have to be directed because He is in you, and the law of life is written on your heart. He he, he has to direct you. In Romans eight fourteen, as many as are led. By the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And I pray that you be laid. They are the sons of God. The word sons here is they are the matured sons of God. Not every believer allows himself to be laid. So the sons here, he is actually the matured sons of God. Those who know how to be laid are the raised or the matured sons of God. Uh-huh. So what it means is that now, it, the, look at the grammatical structure. In the Greek, it is reversed. In the Greek, the grammatical structure is reversed. And that's how it it, it is read. For as many as by the Spirit of God are led. They are the sons of God. That's the original Greek. The Spirit Spirit of God comes before the led. But in, in the English, led comes before the Spirit. But it's actually as many as by the Spirit of God are led. Because, you know, it's like a... When you are towing a car, Basilica, I know you've done that before, right? He said, what? <laughs> when you are towing a car, the, strong, the stronger car is in front and the lesser one is behind and the stronger one pulls the stronger one, the, the, the lesser one. So the Holy Ghost always is leading. The Holy Ghost first before you. The Spirit, is the one doing the leading. Or it's like what we call the, the tagalong. You know the tag along this bicycle this you have this bicycle and there's a third um, wheel that is connected to it and the bicycle pulls the third wheel so what it means is that you he must lead and you must follow make always make sure he leads and you follow always 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 hallelujah now I want you to just begin to talk to him in a split of seconds and say, Dear Blessed Holy Ghost, I open up to your coaching ministry. I want you to coach me in everything. I open up to your coaching ministry. Practically, experimentally. Practically, experimentally. Open up to his coaching ministry. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right. Number two, the prophetic ministry of the Holy Spirit. The prophetic ministry. So the first one is the coaching ministry of the Holy Ghost. The second one is the prophetic ministry of the Holy Spirit. The prophetic ministry of the Holy Spirit. John 16 verse 13. John 16 verse 13. Howbeit when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. Look at the last part. And he shall show you of things to come. He shall show you of things to come. He shall show you of things to come. He shall show you of things. Now, this is the prophetic ministry of the Holy Spirit. He will show you of things to come. He will show you of things to come. Futuristic things he will show you. Now, the word show is the word anagelo. Anagelo, Anagello, A-N-A-G-E-L-L-O, Anagello. What is the word for announcement? To announce. It describes a vivid showing, a vivid showing or a pronouncement of event. A pronouncement of event. When the announcer comes here or the secretary and he begins to announce and tell us that, oh, on tuesday there is a meeting and on wednesday there is a prayer meeting and on thursday and uh, so he's telling us the meetings to come in the following weeks that's what Anajelo. or you go to the airport and you see flight details for the next three days oh this flight would uh, would move at this time it's Anajelo. it's a vivid display of something to come or something to happen and We need to use this kind of ministry. Open ourselves to this ministry of the Holy Ghost. Jesus himself said, he will show you of things to come. That means you are entitled to know matters concerning the plan of God for your life and concerning your family and concerning the future. Because he said, now, this this is part of our right in Christ, in redemption. You should know it. He will show you of things to come. Praise God. Yeah. He will show you of things to come. So normally this is what I do, when I want to inquire something from the Lord, I quote the scripture. I said, Lord, you said the Holy Spirit will show me of things to come. And I use this verse and I begin to inquire concerning certain areas of my life. Very important. When the year begins, I use this verse to inquire concerning the year. I use this verse to inquire concerning my children concerning my family concerning so many things i use this verse because he, he said he will show me so he gives you advanced information so nothing must happen to your family or around you or anyone any loved one without you having an advanced information before it happens because he will show you of things to come but if you are always open to the holy ghost he's actually if you are close to the holy spirit open to him sometimes you don't even ask and he shows you some years ago I wanted to there was this nice lady I just remembered Ken Hagen gave a testimony he, was, he shared something he said he was in this church and all the elders of the church wanted him to marry a certain lady because the lady was very virtuous so good and everyone gave a testimony about her So as Higgins said, as he stood in front of the podium to preach, God opened his eyes and saw the lady coming from a hotel with a certain man. Apparently, he had gone to sleep with the man in the hotel. So as he stood in front of the the podium, he just saw vividly. Meanwhile, everyone testified of this lady. Can you imagine? (laughs) So there was this lady who inspired me a, a, a lot in those days. And she even led me to some, some powerful men of God. She was so sound. I, whenever I saw her, she, she even checked me to live well. Because she was so godly. So one day I was on my bed and I just began to, began to think that it's not be bad at all to consider this lady. As my future, you understand. <laughs> How many of you have been doing this kind of consideration? May God answer you speedily. <laughs> so i began to now it's it, i don't go to the place of prayer i was just contemplating this lady would be nice to be with look, look at her she's so virtuous i mean correct wow our children are going to go, be god fearing i'm telling you everyone she was a, a kind of standard to everyone around whilst i was thinking about her pow, i saw the future whilst i was thinking i saw the future I saw the future that I was living with her together, and we're making a journey. But she was, as we're traveling, she was leading the journey, not me. And she knew the way, but not me. We got into a place, and she told me she was coming, and she left me, and she never returned. And I was in the middle of the road stranded with my Bible, stranded in life. I didn't know what to do with my Bible. How can you be stranded with your Bible? <laughs> stranded. <laughs> Then I just opened my eyes. Wow. This is advanced information. I'm telling you, God just delivered me. One time too, there was another lady I was considering. I, I had, it's a message, I know, I know. I had gone to wait on the Lord. I didn't I had gone to wait on the Lord, not about marriage, but about the church. I went, I was just fasting, went somewhere. Father, teach me about the church. What is the church? That was the first time. Just pray. Show me the church. Show me the church. <laughs> so, at dawn, I was still praying. So, as I sat down, all of a sudden, now, there was a lady I had begun to consider in my mind. All of a sudden, I saw that I was in the future. And I was living with, with her. And she had come to serve me food. And she put the food on the dining table. And she raised her head, and I saw her face, and her face was divided into two. Half was her original face, and half was an ugly creature. Then in the version I said, oh, so all these years I never knew you. Oh, all these years I never knew you. Oh, so I never knew you all these years. I kept saying it. I was sitting down, and my eyes opened. I was in shock for one hour. Now, if somebody had prophesied to me, I would have said the person didn't see it well. Because this person is very correct. And he will show you of things to come. (laughs) Listen, three months ago, I was going to go to Takradi. So we're going to visit a man of God there. So, and so Pastor Tu said he was going to drive us to go. So I said, wow, that's powerful. So we're preparing to go. We're putting together the, all the gifts we're sending. We're just putting everything together. But some, some, somehow I began to feel within me that something was wrong. I felt something was wrong. So I sought to, I, I began to seek the Lord about it. When I started praying, I saw a, a paper, graphic, six bent. What's a six bent? Then I began to count, I didn't even know the number we we're going. I began to count, and we're six. Six died on spot. Professor Jimma later called me to tell me that he, he saw something like that. Oh, Remember? Um, so it means we're going to die. Like I wouldn't have been here. <laughs> Six. So my wife, all my children. Oh, Pastor T would have been gone because he was driving. He would have been spared because that day. <laughs> that day you weren't driving that day (laughs) you have to (laughs) manifest he says he has to manifest before he dies (laughs) can you advance information can you just imagine so you cannot underestimate the ministry of the holy spirit when you're going somewhere and you feel inward heaviness don't go if I not, if I even distra- if you don't even know what to do, just spend a little time and inquire for clarity. And the same way, if you're going to marry, a, if a nice guy proposes to you, everything about him is correct, but something on the inside says no. And what is on the inside is struggling with reason. Reason says yes, but this your spirit says no. Just hold on, talk to pastor, your pastors, and let them lead and guide you. Praise God. He'll show you of things to come. So it includes your callings, your assignment. He has the blueprint. He has the architectural masterpiece. He has the blueprint. For see, saith he, that thou make all things according to the pattern shown thee in the mount. Your whole life is already written in heaven and you are just reliving it. So every phase of your life, you have to inquire, Lord, which ne- which step next. Show me of things to come. Listen, you can get information about you're, you're not married. He can give information about your wife to come. I knew about my wife six years before I met her. I knew about her age and her name. I didn't know her. Mobashakata Lakata. Yes. 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 <laughs> very important you can't, now, it's not for I'm not a prophet this is a prophet this, this is a prophet but this one is not for those who are prophetic gifts no I'm not a prophet it's a personal fellowship with the Lord and inquiring from God and learning how to hear from Him <laughs> praise God yeah learning how to be sensitive now listen God can speak to you through any medium as you inquire from Him god can use another person to direct you it can be through dreams it can be through visions through impressions on the inside or someone so many ways so never limit god which way he should address you or he should answer you so you have to know about your future yeah god has a plan for your life he cannot just be doing anything He may have a job at ecobank but meanwhile god's work for you is not ecobank so you should know the details of his plan for you. Acts of me concerning things to come and the work of my hands command ye me. Isaiah 45 verse 11, he says you ask of him. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and bounded in your heart as you give attention to the word.